Hi, this is Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urquhart, the podcast where I discuss all things that have led me to who I am as a woman to date. With a background in fitness and holistic well-being, I explore how life situations have shaped me along the way. Join me each and every week when I discuss topics and issues that I and other women have encountered along the journey. Each week, we'll be discussing topics that have had an impact in the lives of women and how it has helped shape their feminine identity. Hi everyone and welcome back to Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, your host, Mel Urquhart. By the time you hear this, you're probably in 2024. You've had your season of indulging. If you're anything like me, I've just given myself that reign to drink what I like, eat what I like, and just indulge as I see fit. And if you're not like me, then you're very, very disciplined. (laughs) I've used this time to enjoy my friends and the family, my blessings, and everything that's happened in 2023. As I step into 2024, I'm like, what am I gonna do differently? You know, what's going to be the change to make things that I want to happen, happen? On this week's episode, you probably gathered, I'm going to be talking about goals, aspirations, and how I intend to make 2024 a brighter year for me. Join me as I discuss further. I don't know about you, but for me, I am not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. I find that there's still a sluggishness in my behaviour while I'm just getting over the Christmas and am I really ready to go gung-ho straight afterwards? Not necessarily. And I'll have these big intentions and I won't always follow through, then I'll feel bad and I'll stop. Many people that I speak to are guilty of this and that's the reality that happens after the Christmas season. We get so caught up in how we are meant to burst out of this block of life in 2024 and any new season we don't always give ourselves a chance to take it all in to assess what is the point of us putting them down having all these vision boards having all these lists if we're not going to actively assess where we've come from that's the most important thing in order to go forward you have to understand where you're coming from that was put into context by Mel Robbins. She has an, obviously a fantastic podcast, great books, The Five Second Rule. She just has a way of putting things that I just get at times. She talked about when was the best time of your life? When were you most productive? And not only that, she asked the question, what were you doing? Who were you around? What were your habits? That was really insightful because in order for us to go forward, as I've said, we have to look at where we've come from. And when I did that, I was really surprised. One, because I hadn't taken the time to look at the steps that were taken in order to get to where I wanted to go. But also, the commitment. It does take commitment to yourself. A selfless, a selfish approach. Because we can't put anyone else before ourselves in order for us to step forward. We're so easy to give to others, maybe our jobs, maybe our family, our relationships. Generally, things outside of us become a priority. So when we actually do things for ourselves, we're like, oh, I managed to kind of fit that in. That's why I think it's so important to look at where we've come from. Take that time to see what we've done and also to celebrate the wins. Hello. It's so easy to go ahead get these goals done, tick, 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 but not actually celebrate 
what it took to get there. That's the whole part of the journey. It's not just the destination. And once we get to one part of the journey, we then have another milestone like Lego that we just clamp right in front and just keep moving. I say we pause, we take time to reflect and also celebrate. Once you've celebrated, obviously it's time to get back to work. Finding out what you've done and where you're going is amazing. But the most important thing is knowing what's next for you. What's next for you is down to the individual. There is so much choice. There are so many options, tools, schedules, ways of plotting your time, your tasks that are second to none. Find out what works for you because for me, I could not just have things in my head and say, yeah, I'm going to do it. Everybody's different. Different things work for different people. I know that a default diary changed my life. I had to look at how I was spending my hours, how I was spending my time, because I am easily distracted. (laughs) It doesn't take much. I can intentionally look at something with the focus to stay there, but let something quite prettier or more interesting distract me, I'm gone. I've got to pull it back. I've got to really be grounding in what I'm doing. Others can have something in their head and they are disciplined and focused. That's brilliant. I just know that's not my strength. I need to have things in place that are going to make me accountable for what I do. I've got to have a checklist. What needs to be done? What's a priority? What can I leave to the next day? Otherwise, I will just pick anything and just go for things. And even when it's time for me to stop, I'll still going. Or when it's time for me to work, I'll still be playing. It's having that balance and taking the time to structure things out for me is what works. I can also be a worrier or a, not a worrier, maybe a procrastinator. I might leave things to the end and be like, oh my gosh, I've got to do it, I've got to do it. Because I haven't structured my time. That's why I have to plan things out. Otherwise, it's not going to get done. I'm not the most organised, but I'm honest about how I work. I'm honest about how I achieve tasks in my life. On the flip side of that, it's good to know what works for you, but it's equally as important to know what doesn't work for you. My thing is, hands up and please tell me I'm not the only one. Scrolling. Scrolling has been the constant distraction of my life. Don't mean to. I'm not even of that millennium era, but I am caught. It gets me at times. I have to now discipline myself, find a ways to limit my time so it doesn't spill over into what I'm doing. Aim to make more than consume more. Easier said than done. However, it's looking at where your weaknesses are. Getting tools. I've got timers that I have to use on my phone so that I'm not overly consumed with social media or being distracted with other things so I can pull myself back and stay on track. Everyone has different ways and systems in place to organise their time and productivity. But it's really important to know what those strengths and weaknesses are and what systems are going to help you. Because for a long time I didn't and I wasn't able to really see the results that I wanted to. So I had to look at that. Another thing that I'm going to do in 2024 is I'm going to cheat. (laughs) I'm going to cheat and I'm going to copy. I am going to mimic individuals that encapsulate something that I want that encapsulates things essence energies that I aspire to and not feel bad about it I'm going to cheat because it's okay 
when people display themselves and put themselves out there maybe because of their books or their performance their content they are open to having people look at them and if I'm looking and I like something I'm going to emulate it thank you very much that's not a bad thing there are people that have inspired me in their business practice that have inspired me in their spiritual practice that have inspired me how they maneuver through life and I feel that it's absolutely fine to to copy some bits out of it to even have conversations to reach out to see how it's done I am not trying to reinvent the wheel I am not the first woman out here and I'm not going to be the last copying is not the issue if you're finding a way to be yourself through that when you're trying to be somebody when you're trying to act like somebody who's not you that's when you see the fakeness however when there's practices that you feel you could benefit from when there's certain attitudes and disciplines that you feel you could benefit from why wouldn't you incorporate it because you are the one who's going to action it anyway so you can't be that person it's not fake it's you figuring out a way to behave a different way for your benefit and you may receive some resistance from your environment they may say you're trying to be this or you think you're this or whatever it is that's their prerogative if you have a desire to be a different person to bring and to have certain things in your life then you do what you have to do unapologetically because that's your right we are not always going to get what we want from the people we are around immediately and the people that we're most comfortable being around we have to sometimes go out of our comfort zone and meet people or behave in a way that different people behave to get what we want and we have to do it that's not a problem because if people stayed the way that they were from birth there would be no such thing as change and that then leads me on to my final point about change change is necessary it's so necessary and in 2024 I'm anticipating a lot of change not just for myself but others around me because that's the arena that I want to be around with my family and my friends but also specifically for Mel as an individual I expect to see change because I'm going to be doing different things I've already embarked on engaging in different things that's absolutely fine that incorporates reading new books going to different places asking for help and having those awkward conversations that actually make you so nervous you want to vomit coming out of your comfort zone is how it's meant to be if you don't feel uncomfortable you're not growing my aim is to be as uncomfortable as possible in 2024 <laughs> it sounds really weird but i am i intend to now with all that being said i just want to encourage everybody who's listening and got this far in the podcast thank you to do you to commit to yourself 100% in 2024, finding out what works for you and giving it your absolute best shot. This week, I wanna encourage you to look at the best time in your life when you've achieved the most, you felt the best about yourself and you were just growing, your plateau for growth was just out there. What was your life looking like? Who were you around? What habits were you doing? Where were you putting yourself? and see if you can recreate that in 2024, but take it up a notch. Secondly, do you know what works for you? Have you found out what type of doer you are? Are you a vision board person? Are you a notes person? Do you have to have your time broken down so that you know where you're spending it? Look at that. Find out what kind of person you are, 
what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Are you a person that needs an accountability partner, that needs a schedule of what you need to do when and, and how? What doesn't work for you? What are your distractions? Are you a scroller like myself? Are you easily distracted? Find out what that is. Find out ways that you can solve it and action it. And thirdly, I want you to give yourself that commitment. That commitment to being your absolute best above anything else. Take a month and just go gung-ho. 12 months is a long time, but it's not a long time. I don't always do my years as 12 months. I break it down into segments. For some, it's six months. For some, it's three months. For some, it's one month at a time, but you have those kingpins of goals that you strive to for your ultimate goal for the year, say. So look at that. How can you break down your goals for the year so it's in nice bite-sized segments and give yourself that commitment to make it happen? I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm always here to help. Feel free to reach out for a free consultation at www.gardenofself.co.uk or message me on any of our social media platforms. But until then, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Leading With Your Feminine Self. I've been your host, Mel Urquhart. Please stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook, all under Gardener Self. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments and I'll look to add them into future episodes. Be sure to follow and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. This podcast was a production of Garden of Self and was produced by The Podcast Boutique.